Welcome to Gun Owners of America's State of the Second podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee. And John, and this is where we talk about gun culture, the gun industry, and how it impacts you. Today, we have our friends from Battle Buddy 3-Gun. Frankie, Jack, how are you guys today? Doing good. Absolutely. Doing amazing. Can you guys kind of break down what is Battle Buddy 3-Gun for people who don't know what it is? So Battle Buddy 3-Gun is an organization where 501 C3 nonprofit that takes uh, veterans, civilians, really anybody that wants to get in, back into the shooting sports. Uh, we take them all across the country and do three gun competitions with them. So anybody living with an adaptive lifestyle uh, is more than welcome to come out and shoot with us. Now, uh, adaptive lifestyle, for those who don't know what what you mean encompassing that, what does that encompass? So that's anybody living with any type of, uh, you know, physical disability, uh, whether it be, you know, a wheelchair, a, a prosthesis, uh, anything like that, that, uh, maybe think that they can't get out there and do, uh, you know, moving and shooting again. It's uh, it's our way of getting them back into the shooting sports. Yeah, we, we yep. really are working hard to make some things that were nearly impossible for, for some people and make them possible. And and we do that through the sport of three-gun. Yeah. And how do you guys go about that? What is a, what is a normal kind of event for you guys? All right, awesome. So... We typically do a two-day format. Um, we'll get we get a lot of return shooters for for our guys in chairs or, or with some sort of a injury. Um, but we do a, the first day is more of a class. It's a breakdown. It's an introduction to uh, the sport of three gun if you're not familiar. Um, and then it's some basic uh, fundamentals of what we need to do to be successful on day two. And day two is the match where we put on a traditional three gun match. Um, everybody's welcome. It's open. It's on practice score. Any shooters can come down, but we're there with the guys with the adaptive lifestyles to help them shoot with it and, and make everything happen together. Um, we do that with the use of our, our wheelchair that we've pretty much kind of designed in house, um, takes a, the tray on top of it is in when I, before I get into this, cause I'm going to talk a lot about it. Um, it's a solution. It's not the only solution, but it's the solution that we came up with. So um, I took my belt. I use a Safari Land ELS belt. Used it for years in three gun. Uh, it's generally what I would say is generally the standard. Um, and I took that pattern and we transferred it onto a tray that sits on a, on a chair in between the, uh, the shooter's legs. Um, and we can attach anything to that tray, holsters, magazines, shotgun shells, um, anything. And now that makes that chair fully capable to go shoot a three gun match. Um, we don't all always deal with guys in chairs, but chairs seem to be, the uh, the most challenging spot that we needed to fix, that we needed to fill that gap, and that's why we came up with the chair. Last match, we had a guy that was uh, lost his vision. Um, when the guys told me about that, when we went down, we were going down to Michigan, um, I was kind of impressed. Uh, I didn't know that we were, how we were going to make it happen, um, but it was it was wild to see. Uh, I did it with a spotter. He was he shot more accurate than I did on a lot of stuff. I mean, I, I won't even. I won't even make that stuff up, but it, it was pretty impressive. Frank, you got anything to add on that? Uh, just like I said, that that really you know hits home with, uh, you know, no matter what you're dealing with in life, you know, you can still come out and have fun. You can still you know come out and hang out with guys, and you know that camaraderie is really where it's at. You know, when we get those guys out there on the shooting range, it's all fun and everything. But you know, afterwards we we come back to the house and we you know hang out and, and cook some burgers and just you know have a good time with everybody. So that's, that's, that's a real, you know, great part about it for me is, is getting to spend time with these guys, hear their stories, you know, what they're going through on a daily basis, you know, and, and being able for them to, you know, let that out and share that with somebody to get it off their chest too. Uh, that's a really great part of it as well. Yeah. So you guys have yeah. formed a, a pretty impressive community um, around this. And, and I know you guys have shooters from all over. Um, how many states are generally represented at one of your events? 
Oh goodness. Yeah. Right. So we we got guys that come over. Um, there's there's a couple guys. So we just went to Michigan and we were uh, and, and I bring that up because that's the most recent event. We've been down to Florida a couple times and we we had a guy that drove from Florida to Michigan to shoot our match, uh, which is yeah. which is crazy. We got guys that come over, uh, come all come from all over. It's pretty impressive. Um, the biggest thing is our, our organization is if we can show it to more people, it's so easy to get behind. And these guys would love to do it. A lot of guys that may be in a wheelchair or have some sort of, you know, something going on, some, some, something that might be holding them back a little bit, maybe they just don't know that we exist. And that that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get out to show people that, Hey, this is an option. Um, and the goal with that is to show people that this is possible and for you to go out maybe and, and do something on your own as well. Because we just want to start that. for Yeah. Them. Yeah, I can't tell how many people that have come to our matches that have said, you know, I never knew about you guys before until I seen you on, you know, this site or on, you know, this social media platform. And, you know, I never knew anything like that existed before. And for, to get those people to, to see, you know, who what we're doing and everything. And that, that's kind of the goal is to, to you know, get the, the name out there and show, you know, people what we're doing. So if you know anybody that, you know, is struggling with that, you know, we can, they can come out and you know, shoot with us and stuff like that. Yeah. So what is yeah. the feedback that you're getting from from these guys? Like the first time that they go out, like tell us a little bit about the stories that you guys hear. So like you said, we have people that come from all over the place. You know, we had an event down in Florida. Uh, early in the year and we've had a couple guys that come down there it was our first event ever first shooting event ever and we had a guy come from vermont had a guy come from you know michigan and they follow us so we you know before that we had a, a match down in louisiana and those guys drive you know hundreds and thousands of miles to come to these events and once they come to one event there's a probably a 90 percent chance we're going to see them in our future events too so that they they follow what we're doing and, and it's a thing that they want to do every single time we have an event and that also crosses over into other shooting sports as well. So we had a couple guys that attended our match uh, in Michigan recently, and then now we find out like a week ago that they're shooting a, a, a different IDPA match or, or something like that. They never shot before they come to our event, so it's getting them back into the shooting sports again, the things that they love to do before. Yeah, so so to answer your the feedback that we get is, is amazing. So um, we got guys that are, you know, they've just started, and then they're hooked, just like I was. I shot my first three-gun match in 2008, and, and I've never looked back. And I'm, you know, all the money in the world and all, all the time, and, and I wouldn't change it for a second. If, if, you, if you're not familiar with three-gun, it'll put you in credit card debt real quick if you're not, if you're not ready for it. Um, but we, these guys are, are, are all about it. And whenever we go to a match or we set up a, any kind of range day or anything, and these guys come down, they tell uh, the first question when the match is over is, hey, when's the next one? Or, hey, I've been looking forward to this. You know, this is awesome. When can we get up again? And and that's exactly what we're looking for. I'm all about feedback. So every time, you know, we bring all the guys together at the end. Um, and, you know, I want to know what we can do to make it better because I'm not perfect and the way we run the organization is not perfect. Um, but if we get better every single time we do an event or we, we do something, I mean, that's all we can ask for. And I think everybody understands that. But overwhelmingly, all the feedback we get is very, very positive. And we, you know, we're not to the point yet, but – we're getting to the point where we're going to, you know, the the only thing that limits us is the amount of people in, in chairs that we can facilitate. Um, you know, we have five chairs now. Generally, I think we can do 10 chairs to, or 10, 10 guys that might need a chair. It gets a little tricky. It's kind of a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Um, but chairs are our only limiting factor at this point. You know, we, we take other guys with, with different injuries. And, you know, if they don't need a chair, that's fine. But, again, chairs was kind of the main focus at first. And, you know, to do 10 guys with five chairs gets a little tricky. We can do it, and we have done it. Um, but, we, you know, we, we're 
as we get bigger, we're going to get more chairs. We're going to get this stuff. Yeah. So for those people who aren't familiar with shooting competitions, can you just walk them through what you're talking about when you say three gun? Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, three gun match is, you know, essentially it's it's an action shooting sport. Three gun is um, consists of rifle, pistol and shotgun. Um, generally, we set up five stages. So there'll be five different courses of fire. There's some rules. A stage brief kind of gets broken down. Um, generally you shoot, you know, all three guns in a stage, but it's not always the case. Um, but it's, it's an action shooting sports. The most exciting thing you can do in the shooting sports. I think I always like to say that three gun is the apex shooting sport. Um, and we, you know, we've, we've had conversations about that. Uh, three guns. Awesome. Um, if you can shoot three gun, you can shoot any kind of shooting sport. They all kind of fall underneath it. Uh, there's definitely guys that, you know, would not dis- not agree with me that it's the apex shooting sport, but, uh, I think it's, it's definitely pretty impressive um but you can get anything from rifle targets to five six hundred meters to you know real small close base stages steel targets uh clay targets flying clay pigeons all all sorts of stuff so the possibilities with three gun are endless i got a chance to shoot you your guys style of match when we were at the gundies um for those who don't know how how it would work uh can you explain a little bit because you know there is a a battle buddy component to it Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so in, in the battle buddy stages that we have, uh, all of our stages are, are open to all shooters. Uh, it's just the people living with those adaptive lifestyles in the chair that they get a team up with a battle buddy to push them through the stage itself. It's a big thing with communication, uh, making sure that chair is pointed the right direction. You know, they can get that shot off in the right way they need to without breaking that 180 rule. Uh, so there's a lot of different you know concepts of, of being able to talk with each other. Uh, your pusher will push you through the stage. You know, it's a time stage. So you, when you get to the end of it, then he'll get to run the stage himself after that. Now, what you got to do in at the Gundy's was a little bit of a modified stage of what we have. Each one of our matches, we have a dedicated battle buddy stage. Uh, we basically, we've been calling it the humbler lately because uh, it really brings people down to, to see what, you know, what these guys are, are dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you actually have to use your own power to push yourself from stage to stage on, on the, our, our signature stage. And it, like I said, it, it, these guys that are, you know, these professional three gun shooters that are doing it, you know, every day, you know, their scores and times are around the same as these guys that have never shot before because they're shooting it from a chair from the first time. And that's a, a really great way to get people to see, you know, what these guys are dealing with every day. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just shooting from the chair. Yeah. It's a completely, it completely different. Yeah. It's a completely different. It, and it, it, you're right. It is a humbling thing because, you know, being able body, you don't think of the things that other people go through and to just experience, you know, the saying is you walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. You know, I got to do that and it really brought like an understanding and a, a realization of this is very important for this community and this is a group of people who are underlooked and maybe not looked upon as, you know, part of this group. Yeah. And and, and yeah. people also feel I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you, but that they feel like they can't get out and shoot again. And that's a big thing that we're trying to combat is, you know, you can come out no matter what it is, that there's nothing that we can't overcome when it comes to, to, to shooting a match. Uh, like I said, we've had people with, you know, completely no vision whatsoever come out and shoot the whole match and, and score well in it. Completely so, safely as well, yeah. which was my number one concern when we did that. And the guy, guy was on, you know, special forces in the army. and He, he you know, he, he, he knew what he was doing with firearms. Um, but to watch him and his buddy who talked to Mon special there was some special equipment and some things like that uh and for him to shoot amazing was nothing short of impressive i I get surprised every time i we do we put on an event 
and these it's just it's it's always it'll always blow your mind you got you got to see it and it's just it, it's it's always wild to to see what things that we can make happen and not us but us together at a battle buddy event you know like that that's really impressive um to to start you know I, I shot my first three-gun match again, 2008, so I had been shooting for a while. I was working with a guy that was uh, making some T-shirts and, and really supporting me. In 2019, I went to go shoot uh, Three-Gun Nation Nationals in Florida. Um, went down there. Um, we kind of got up together. We, we, we became good friends. He was in a wheelchair. When we got back from that match, uh, he's he had one question for me, and I'm in South Carolina. He was living in Missouri at the time. He's like, hey, do you think it's possible for me to shoot three-gun? And I had never thought about anything like that before. I had always shot. I, you know, I just never crossed my mind. The only thing I remember telling him is, yes, absolutely, come down to South Carolina, we'll get it figured out. And that was in 2019, and we hit the ground running ever since. You know, it, and it, it is, it's a big deal. You know, I, I never crossed my mind. Not, not because I don't have friends that are in wheelchairs, and you know, a long time in the military, I certainly do. Um, but it just, some people, maybe you just forget about it. You don't realize, like, hey. Yeah, I've never been to a three-gun match uh, that I've seen people in wheelchairs at, but why can't we? And that's that's what we exist for. That's what we want to do. We want to show you that it's possible. Yeah. Um, I know that you guys focus mainly on the, the wheelchair, but um, I know you also have a, a good community with just in adaptive lifestyles. Um, how did the pistol brace affect some of those guys? So I've... Uh, we don't have a, a lot of people that use the pistol brace, but we do have people that do use it. And now they're not bringing those with them to these matches and stuff like that. They're trying to do other things. We have uh, some kids that actually come to our matches that use uh, some, some braced firearms that, you know, that that's the only way that they can use that gun. They can't support a full 16-inch, you know, firearm. So the only way for them to be able to shoot that match would be to use something with, with a shorter barrel with, with, you know, with the pistol brace on it. So wow. uh, they... They have to have stuff like that. If they don't have it, they can't shoot the match with without it, you know, without it. So Yeah. It's just it's so sad when you you think about it um from that perspective. Yep. Um, what happened um when when that was taken away with with no warning. Um and it's it's completely unconstitutional and, and we're fighting that in the courts. But I was just curious on how how that plays into the people that actually come out and and are trying to get back into the sport, trying to, um, you know, live a normal lifestyle and have access to those things. So that's that's um, yeah, just really humbling to, to even think about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when when you get if you get rid of something like that, obviously you take a huge tool out of somebody's toolbox. That you know, if something somebody that may not be able to really shoot a you know a full size rifle or, or support it with both arms, and, and now that tool is gone. You should just take it away. It's like you know, if if all of a sudden we outlawed outlawed hammers tomorrow you know hey hammers no more can't use them what are, what are guys in construction going to do surely got nail guns and things like that but some old school guys right like you you can't you can't do that i mean that's it's crazy right yeah. you're just making it difficult when it doesn't need to be difficult this episode of state of the second is brought to you by tipman arms tipman arms and goa have collaborated for a m4 22 elite rifle check it out at tipmanarms.com that's T-I-P-P-M-A-N-N arms.com. How many matches do you guys generally do in a year? Yeah, so so traditionally, you know, we have done, really look at doing two or three a year. Um, that was really good. We we're trying to get out. Um, I think for 2024, we're looking to do a one big, 
match uh, and support as many people as we can. We can facilitate more more chaired shooters. We could do a longer event format. We can do a lot of things. Um, that's, a, that's a change that we're looking at doing um, because on top of our two or three matches a year that we have been doing, we also do you know a bunch of side stuff where we support guys that go to ADSS. And uh, we, we, we want to support these guys as much as we can and realize that you know even at our max capacity, if we do two or three matches a year, these guys still want to get out. And we want to make that happen for them. So if we go to a one match a year, which would be a, a large format match, um, we can still do all the smaller stuff and more stuff and be able to to provide more support for the guys that want to be involved in that. Wow. Yeah, we were talking a, a few weeks ago in an event, uh, Frankie and I were, you brought up something. What You said that there are ranges that you've gone to that you can't do a match at because you can't get a chair going. Exactly. Yeah, so a lot of the matches that we look at potentially having, uh, we can't have because of the facilities aren't ADA compliant or, you know, there's certain uh, uh, ground problems with, like, the terrain and stuff like that that's not conducive for a wheelchair user to, to be on. So we have to be very picky when it when it comes to, you know, choosing a range and stuff like that, uh, that, that it's available for everybody to be able to, to use it because you don't want these guys to come out and have a, a bad experience. So, and, and something like that, you know, not being able to, to, to get into the bathroom or, you know, getting stuck in, in, on the range is not something that you want them to, to experience. So... We have to be very picky when it comes to, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and just so we know, getting stuck in a bathroom, that's, uh, that's the, yeah, the key. Yeah, that, that happens as well. But uh, but only to Frank. That happens to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moving on. That's a story for no, another no, day. No, the no, rain, the rain stuff is, uh, is, it's tricky. So a lot of facilities are perfect for us. And we found a bunch of them that work really well. Um and some facilities just aren't. Um, and it, you know, comes down to how hard packed the terrain is. And a facility could be great. And then all of a sudden we get 12 inches of rain the night prior and it makes it a little tricky. These guys did it. Uh, and and it, it's doable. And we're willing to make it happen. Um, but just some facilities fit our needs a little bit better. Um, and we don't need concrete and we don't need this and we don't need that. You know, we can get out there on just some hard packed ground. We're, we're, we're doing just fine. Um, but if there's large, you know, rocks and, and things that if it's a real big terrain, a wide open stage, if you're climbing down hills and stuff, might make it a little tricky. Um, but I promise you, you know, if, if me and a chaired guy go to a match, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's something that most people don't have to think about, right? Exactly. Um, and so I think it's amazing that you guys are able to to go in and kind of see what facilities are, are meeting that criteria. And... Um, show them to to your guys as options yeah i mean the when i first met you guys and that was two three years ago now you know the concept to me was foreign but at the same time i'm like this is probably one of the coolest things in the shooting sports right now is being able to bring these people in and and have get them the opportunity to shoot and enjoy themselves and and bring them to you know Maybe they could. They didn't think they could ever get back to this, and something that's enjoyable, which is what we preach. You know, we want people to get into the shooting sports and enjoy it. You know, that's that's a big deal to me, and I applaud you guys for doing that, and thank you guys for. No, doing we, that. we we listen. We appreciate that, and 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 I have the most fun that I ever have when I'm on the range. Doesn't make you know shooting three gun match. I, I I got a range in my backyard. That's how much fun I have. I when I bought my house in south carolina I, I really realistically i bought a shooting range and it came with a house i was lucky <laughs> enough to, to have a house there so it was awesome um 
but but that's where I have the most fun. So if I we can just get guys out to the range and shoot guns and hang out with friends and and have a good time, that's that's what we're trying to do. You know, surely we utilize the sport of three gun because I'm I was been obsessed and I think it's awesome and all all guys like a little bit of competition. Some some girls too, right? Mm-hmm. You can't can't yeah. get away from it. <laughs> but uh, but at the end of the day, we're just we're looking to show you what's possible, show these guys what's possible, show other people what's possible, and and to have a good time. And that that's that's our number one goal. Are there any other big obstacles in the way from, you know, doing more for you guys? So right now, the biggest obstacle we run into is a financial obstacle is, you know, we are 100% volunteer, uh, you know, funded. We we do this all on our own. We don't, you know, take a dollar from Battle Buddy. We put everything back into the organization to try to, you know, further what we're doing. So uh, that's the biggest thing. You know, these these matches that we go on through, they're, you know, Five to seven thousand dollars per match from from our pockets to, to put these matches on. So uh, that that's the biggest hurdle that we have right now is is overcoming that. No, and that you know, I again applaud you guys for you know doing that. Just you know, the more I I learn about you guys, the more I'm I just I want to be more involved in helping as much as I can because this is just such an awesome thing that I I just. It's a disruption in in the space because, um, you know, it's taking a marginalized community and it's empowering them not only to to shoot in a competition, but just that that normalcy of having other people that are able-bodied at the same competition as them and then get to see their perspective. Um, And I think that the thing that really kind of sticks in my mind is, is the, the humbler, as you called it. Um, I mean, that's a powerful position to put yourself in, um, to see something through the other person's eyes and realize, wow, like they're so much stronger than we give them credit for, or they're, they're, you know, doing things that I don't think I could do. And, um, I think that's a very powerful statement that you guys have done. And and I applaud you for also, um, having that opportunity for those who are able-bodied um, to, to compete from that position. That, that when I, when I built the first match, that, that kind of came out on, on a whim, uh, didn't, you know, didn't really think of anything of it. Three gun and, and shooting competitions are pretty good for having like, uh, and, and I don't want to call a, a, a wheelchair a prop, but a stage prop, right? So you might, maybe there's like a rocking horse there and you, you know, you're going to shoot from that and it's, it, but it just made sense to me, right? Like we got all these guys that, you know, this was, make no mistake about it. When I build the match, um, the matches, if you, if you're a season three gun competitor, you're going to come to the match. You're not going to notice anything different. There's nothing different. It's a normal match. It's set up just like a normal match. There's nothing that you would be like, Oh, this is geared towards that. It's not, it's a normal match. It's just guys with guys in wheelchairs or with other kind of things going on are going to be shooting it as well. Um, but, came up with it and I'm like oh we get you know we got a chair why not make everybody shoot from the wheelchair and, and I had never shot from it prior to that um and I sat down in it and realized just how different it is I'm like okay this is this is now got to be a staple in how we do things um the guy that that shot us uh shot with us the last match uh that, that didn't have any vision he's like hey how about a blindfolded stage and uh, and I told him you know I assured him if he came back I'd make it happen for him um, and, and, you know, some, some range owners might think that's a little crazy, but I assure you, we do everything safe. I, you know, and it's, it's impressive. And all you have to see it is once every place that we've gone to and every facility that's ever hosted us, um, same questions. Hey, you know, can you guys come back? Can we do this again? You know, 
And, and it's so easy to get behind. And, and for me to be in the position that I'm in as the president of Battle Buddy 3 Gun, a, a real cool title, right? These guys, Frankie and Brian, all my other guys, they work, they work hard. And they're not my guys. We all work together. But these guys do a lot of stuff. But it's so easy to get behind. All you got to do is hear about it. You're like, oh, wow, that's, that's awesome, actually, right? Like, oh, you're just taking guys that maybe, you know, can't do something that you love, that we all love, right, to go, to go play with guns and shoot a competition, do something. Um, and it's just like, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Let's, let's get behind this. And it's so easy. And every time we go and we put on a match, I realize why I'm involved in it. You know, we, we just get back. We're, I'm so happy to be back home. I put everything back away in my garage. Everything's kind of all neat. And, and I'm excited for the next one because these guys make it awesome. And it, it's the hardest. I, I take vacation days. I take a weekend off to, to go do these matches or do whatever um, from, my, from my job that, that pays the bills. Um, and it's, I work harder on that weekend, and Frankie and all the other guys can attest Absolutely. that. I work them harder on that weekend than they ever do at work, um, and everybody's exhausted, but it's, it's worth it. It's, it's the best time that I ever have, and I'm happy to get home for about 10 minutes, and I'm ready to do the next one. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Three Gun is expensive. If, if someone's listening to this and they know somebody who, who wants to get involved or they should get in, what's the threshold for them to get into this? So the great thing about our, our organization is if you want to come shoot, you don't have to bring anything but yourself. We provide all the guns. We provide everything for you, the chair. We provide everything that if you to come out to the range, show up, and we'll get you shooting. Uh, whereas you're talking about your own gear, that would be more Jack's, uh, Jack's the, the three-gun expert here for the organization. So. Yeah, so, so and obviously Frankie hit it. That was the main thing, right? Three-gun is, is expensive, and I joked around about credit card debt. Uh, you know, USAA would tell you that I'm not joking around. Um, yes. But uh, it, it, we wanted to have everything that we, we needed to put on, you know, to, for these shooters to just show up. And, and, and we've done that. We've partnered with a lot of companies over the years, and we've got everything. You just need to show up. Uh, we want to show you what's possible. And then if you want to go out and get something that you think would work better, um, then, then by all means, you know. But we have pretty much top-of-the-line firearms that, that, uh, that, that are ready to be shot, and they sit in a safe until – you know, we get these guys to come up and shoot them. Um, so as far as the threshold, zero if you want to be involved. Um, and then, you know, again, you can go $50,000 in credit card debt like me if you want to, you know, if you <laughs> want to really, you know, have some crazy stuff. But but we want you to be able to come out at no cost for any guns, any ammo, anything like that. We want to facilitate that for you. And then I, I can pretty much guarantee you're going to do it once and we'll see you again. And then you're now you're buying your own stuff and – and you're practicing, and, and maybe you still want to use our stuff the next time, it's always going to be there. We have it. We maintain it. It's good. Um, I let uh, – we, we zero it. Everything's all set. It's all going to function perfectly for you. It's really great that you guys cover everything. Other than that, you know, what is the big pusher for people not to come? Or how do you, how do you get more people involved, really? I think it's, it's really just spreading the word. Um, you know, I, and – we were surprised when we, you know, I, my number one question when, when somebody says, hey, you know, I heard about Battle, I want to know where they heard about us from. Um, you know, I know that we're pushing it hard on social media and, and all over the place. Uh, we know that social media is hit and miss for uh, gun stuff, right? So we won't get in the, in the weeds in that. But uh, regardless, um, it, it's just if we can get it out, and that's the number one thing we need because, like I said, I've said it a couple times already, it's so easy to get behind. So, you know, getting that stuff out there is the main thing. Now, besides the, the, the gentleman who was blind, what do you guys have any other big success stories of people who've come and joined and, and 
seen that like kind of jump? So before I was part of the organization, uh, I was actually invited out to take some pictures and do some stuff with, with their, the first range day that they had, uh, I was down in South Carolina and, uh, I'm there taking pictures and, and the guys are out there shooting and doing their thing. And I'm standing there talking to a lady that's uh, her husband's out there shooting with them. And, um, he looks over at us and he's smiling ear to ear, just the biggest smile you've ever seen in your life. And she breaks down and tells me that six months ago that he had put an expiration date for himself and that he wasn't going to be here any longer with us until he heard about a Battle Buddy event. And he got excited about that Battle Buddy event and decided that he was going to postpone that expiration date for himself and he was going to go to that Battle Buddy event. I've heard that multiple times, but that was the first time I heard it, on that first time that I was there. And I knew from that moment on that, that what, this organization was doing was the right thing and that we could touch so many people's lives, you know, with, with what we're doing and, and getting them off that couch, getting them back out into the, the, the world of shooting sports again is, is, is just the, the goal of not only the organization, but, but me personally as well. You know, I want to see everybody I come in contact with, you know, come out and have fun with us. So that, uh, that really touched me when, uh, when I heard that. So. Wow. That's a powerful story. Yeah. I mean, we, we hear that story a lot, but, you know, to hear it like, or hear that, you know, they're, they're down on themselves, they're ready to go to, but hear that, you know, shoot the shooting sports and battle, but he was able to pull them out of that, that darkness is amazing. Yep. And I, I was just wondering how can we get more people like that to the range, get them involved, you know, or do you guys do any, besides the event, have you guys looked at doing like a two gun event or a, a uspsa event or something or even like a just a, a day at the range for these guys or anything like that yeah so so that's definitely ideas that we're more than welcome to, to you know open to um you know when when we started obviously three gun was mainly because i shot three gun right i mean there's no doubt about that um what's cool about three gun is that it opens up the doors for any shooting sport because you you know you already understand the general idea for for everything um again we we definitely are are we work with uh, ADSS as well, um, and Frank can continue more about that. That's something that we, you know, we really see a lot of value in. Yeah, the Adaptive Defensive Shooting Summit uh, it's held in every September at the Sig Sire Academy uh, in Epping, New Hampshire. Uh, we've went there last year. To, this will be our second year there. We're going up there with a bunch of uh, great companies. Uh, Trevor Balcom is the one that puts it on. Uh, he's a great guy. He's all about the uh, the adaptive lifestyle, getting back into shooting sports again. So. Uh, they do a three or four day, basically, you know, you can do whatever you want, whether it's PRS, uh, three gun, uh, a lot of different things you can do, stop lead classes and stuff like that. And then the end of it, it, start, it ends off with a uh, pistol competition. Uh, and it's just everybody living with every type of, you know, dis disability or, you know, advantage or anything like that that they have. They, they bring it there and, and it's, it's a great opportunity for guys to, you know, talk with other people that are living with the same things that they're living with and, and, you know, find out the, Oh, you, you put your holster here. Okay. Well, let me try that next time. So a lot of these guys have never been around anybody else that's shooting from a chair or shooting, you know, with any other type of, you know, uh, abilities like that, that they have there. So it's a great way to, you know, these side things that we do to help get the community, you know, together again. Well, I, this is the first time I've heard about this. Mm -hmm. So it, and I'd like to see how we can get the word out more. I mean, that, is just such a big thing that the community needs to know, and we need to band together to make this more prevalent and bring more people in and know that there's a place where they can go enjoy the things they used to enjoy. 
Exactly. Yeah, and then that's the biggest thing. And obviously, you know, I don't think I've said it yet, but we I appreciate you guys having us on here and letting us just talk about this because you know I, I love to talk about it. Frankie loves to talk about it. Obviously, you guys giving us a platform, we definitely appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. I think it's something that our members are are going to be excited to hear about. But I also think that they probably know somebody who would benefit from this message if they don't benefit from it themselves. Um, you know, I have the the wonderful opportunity of talking to with a lot of our members. Um, and the stories of getting involved with the range and, and going shooting for the first time is something that everyone kind of looks back on with nostalgia. Like you never forget your first gun. You never forget your first car. Like there's just, there's something about it, right. That just kind of makes warm and fuzzy feelings inside. Um, and I, I just kind of sit back there and, and wonder like what it must be like if you've lost that and then now something gives it back to you. Or if you thought that that was out of the question and now you have that opportunity for the first time. Um, I, I imagine it's probably even more impactful than you looking back on your own experience. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine. Right? I, obviously, I'm lucky enough to, to have never lost it. And, I, and I've been hooked ever since I started. But I, you're absolutely right. I can't imagine what that would be like to maybe maybe lose hope. Like, hey, I can't, I can't do this anymore. You know, something that maybe I liked or really enjoyed. Whether, you know whether you were a top level competitive shooter or you just had a range in your backyard and you just wanted to, you know, relax and, and shoot some nine mil bullets. It, it doesn't matter. Everybody has their own thing and what they're into. Um, but again, you know, just showing them that it's possible again, is a huge deal. And I think that's what brings people back as well. That they see that they can do it and then they get hooked on it again. So, yeah, when I, when I teach that, so I told, went over the general format, you know, when I, when I start day one, it, it, we always have guys that have returned or, or guys that have no competition and can shoot competition, but there's always one or two that, uh, that have never, never really done any competition. They don't really understand. Maybe they're just an enthusiast and they just like to shoot a little bit, but they never had any formal training or anything like that. Um, and What's funny is, and not all the time, but a lot of times those guys do really well in the match in the because they're listening to to what's being taught. And, and I'm not the the best shooter in the world. I've definitely picked up some tricks along the way, uh, and I could I could probably make some improvements with you. Um, but they pay attention, they understand the process, and then they apply it on you know at the match. And those are the guys that get hooked, and they have a great time, and they shoot well, and and you know everything's great and and they're looking for the next match hey when where, where are you going to be next and I, I we could tell them you know vegas and they'll be out there you know yeah. from michigan they're, they'd be willing to make it happen so but, on average how many people is your competition your three gun the very first competition Ooh. so and and as far as you know um guys living with with some sort of uh you know injury um it, uh, i'd say it's probably 50 percent. we get 50 percent guys you know that uh they've never shot a competition and their buddy heard about it or they got a friend that shot our florida match and they want to see, come see it in, in michigan or they these guys bring a friend or they got this or that um because the word spreads fast because again I, I get you down to a match and, you, and you're you're coming back to the next one you're, you're going to do everything you can because it's the same feeling that i felt on my first match i'm like okay now now i got to figure out how to do this and how to do this more often and how to do this better and you know all these years later, nothing's changed. I'm still the same. That's why, again, I bought a house with a range, you know, like that's why I have all these, I, I'm still just as addicted as I, I was in 2008. And these guys are the same way. So, you know, we just had a guy shot a match in Florida and then he went and shot a, you know, his own, on his own, he went to a, an, a local IDPA match and shot it. Um, and, you know, we, 
we didn't, we could make that possible, right? We just want to show you that it's possible. And and these are things that I talk about the guys, because I've focused on three gun doesn't mean you can't go shoot a pistol only match or, you know, a rifle match or anything. I give you all the tools You know, three gun gives you all the tools to be successful in any competition. Um, and he went and shot his own match. And, and that's the stuff that pumps me up. I know Frankie just gave a, a heartfelt story and that stuff's awesome. Um, that's what makes me excited because I remember when I was doing this, um, when I started these guys, you know, I just wanted to show people what was possible. And I want you to take the, you know, hit the ground running essentially, you know, or, or wheeling or whatever it is. Um, I just want to make it happen. Uh, and for these guys to go out and make it happen on their own, that, that makes me excited. And then they're still going to come back. They're still going to shoot with us because it is what it is. But I want to show you that it's possible. And I want you to do like I did. Cause when, when I first started three gun, um, there weren't all these gadgets and gizmos and everything. You made most of the stuff that you had. Like, you had to come up with a solution to load a shotgun. Nobody was doing it. Now you can buy a three-gun-ready shotgun. That's awesome. It's great. Um, but people weren't doing – there weren't stuff made. You made it. It was you in your kitchen with a Dremel, me in Jacksonville, North Carolina with a Dremel, not knowing how to figure it out. But we did it. Um, and that's where we're at right now. And that's why I was so pumped up about getting this stuff started here because I already figured out that stuff once now it's just a little bit different of a challenge and I'm gonna figure it out again I really love that you were able to make that innovation and I think that that should be applauded and um, I hope that we see more of that happen um, that this is just the start um, and that more people within the industry also come alongside and say hey let's do this let's do that because I I think one of the greatest things about the Second Amendment community is it's a community and the industry is involved in that community heavily. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, especially, um, you know, in, in politics and in the media, want to kind of create infighting where it's like an us versus them situation. Um, and that's just not accurate. Um, it's not abnormal to see someone from the industry at a shoot, um, not repping their brand, um, just being themselves. And, um, as much as it is that they are repping their brand, like people are genuinely passionate in the second amendment community. And so I'm, I'm hoping that your innovation just leads to more innovation. And absolutely. And that, and that's, that's exactly what I'm hoping for. You know, I don't, I'm not, I came up with the ideas and, and there's somebody can make them better. Somebody smarter than me for sure. Uh, you know, I'm never the smartest guy in the room. There's no doubt about that. Um, but somebody can make it better. And then when they make it better, I'll steal it back from them and I'll try to make it better. And then we can play that game all day long. And, and I love it. And that's what it is all about. There's no, there's no ceiling to what's possible. And that's, what's awesome about the community. No. And that's, you know, you, found a problem you came up with the solution you innovated it and now we you want to see more people continue to innovate it and bring it in and and i'd love to see this as like hey every match there's a battle buddy part there's absolutely every match in the country and there's for those of you listening you know if you know a match director tell them about this talk about it bring it up because you guys can only do so much with it, with the funds, but if you you know if there was a chapter here and this there and that there and pushing it, you know this could be a nationwide thing. And I want to see that because your story, the the guys that you know we met at when we went to the Guns Out TV again, talking to them, you know their story and how they got into it and how they you know it brought them to you know this feeling of accomplishment and things like that. I want to hear that story across the nation absolutely you know and, I mean, and that's what it's yeah. all about you know getting everybody in there so. 
we we're we're um and we've done it before and we plan on you know doing it again we uh we got a steel that's on the uh, on the board with us a battle buddy he's he's a he's a chaired guy he's in a chair he's got he's got some things um we just take him and we go to a match and we shoot a three gun match me brian frankie you know that, that's that's what we're into we'll just we'll just roll we're not calling a match director we're not doing anything we're just going to show up and we're going to shoot the the shooting community is so acceptive, right? Like you can you can show up to a match and don't have any guns, and it doesn't matter what match. Somebody's there is going to be like, "Oh, hey, here you can shoot my guns. You can have my gear." And, and it's the same way with anything. But the thing about it is, people just don't think about it, you know. And I didn't think about it, and and I had built matches prior to you know getting involved in this, and now I build matches all the time. Um, but you just don't think about it. So we just show up with a guy in a wheelchair, and we just shoot a three gun match, and. No, you know, it's no problem. It, 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 it works. There's some difficulties, you know, when you're not anticipating that. Um, but we, we could just make it happen and everybody's down with it. But again, you just gotta, you just gotta go think about it and, and make it happen. Yeah. Is Steel the one we met? Yeah. Okay. So Steel's yeah. with us. Yeah. So he's the logo. Is that? He is the logo. Yeah. We and if got, you yeah. see yeah. Steel, make sure you ask him for an autograph because... He will absolutely love that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get you a shirt and with the yep. new logo, not this one, uh, and we, he could sign it for you. He'd oh, yeah. love to we'll do that. Definitely yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely get you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do that. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, if you see him, definitely ask him. I got a couple in the garage hanging up with his signature on it. <laughs> so everybody out there, when you see Steel at a match, make sure you get his autograph. Yeah, that, that's him on the shirt, the yep. newest shirt that we got out right now. That's him, no doubt. He's the one that it was designed after. Definitely get him to sign it. Those things might be worth some money someday. Who knows? Yep. He'll love it too. <laughs> he'll, oh, he'll, he'll, he'll love it. Absolutely. Too. That's exactly what he wants. <laughs> so, um, where can someone find a match ske- schedule? How do they get in contact with you guys? Like, what what is the process of someone listening to this and says, "Hey, you know, I'm in such and such area." Are you going to be near me? Like, what? what is their avenue? So we have um, all of our social medias are at BattleBuddy3Gun, uh, the number three. And uh, we have our website, BattleBuddy3Gun.org. Uh, we try to post all of our events and our upcoming stuff on there. Uh, we're always active on social media and stuff like that. Uh, so we have a, an email address. Uh, we have a couple different ways of contact, which we can put down in the description and stuff if everybody wants to get in contact with us. Absolutely. Yeah. And yep. as far as matches go, it just gets posted on practice score just like anything else. I mean, that that's when whenever we have something coming up, um, definitely contact us through the website or, or social media is, is the best. We're very responsive on that. I know because I see the guys in the chat all night long. Um, and it's always like, hey, we just got this. You, Frankie, you take this message. Or, and it gets divvied out. Um, very responsive. Um, practice score, all that stuff you can search for us. Everything's always labeled that way. And it's we're, we try to be as easy to find as possible. And then if somebody wants to support you guys, you know, where, where do they go to the website to to donate is there anything you guys need to if there's somebody out there that wants to donate something is there other stuff you guys are looking for so you can always go to our website uh we have a link there that you can donate to us as well uh we are a 501c3 nonprofit. so you know if you're an organization or a company that would like to support what we're doing uh you know we would love to bring you on as a sponsor uh we always have you know spots available for everybody so uh you know anything that you have product wise monetary donations anything like that well you know we, we whenever we get stuff from from companies and stuff we always give it out as prizes at our events and stuff like that so any any type of of you know help we greatly appreciate yeah no, nothing's too small for sure nothing's too big um and everything we get goes right back to these guys that come and shoot our matches i mean we 
I love to hand stuff out to people. I remember when I first started shooting or, you know, anytime, it doesn't matter who you are, you can get a patch or a pen or, 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 or this or that or, or anything. Um, I love to give this stuff out. These companies are generous enough to do anything for us. And, and we, that stuff goes right back to the shooters that come to our matches. Uh, it, it makes them pumped up. They have, they get some cool gear, they get some stickers or some patches or whatever. Um, and, and it's awesome, but everything we get, goes right back to the shooters whether we're facilitating travel for a shooter to get somewhere because we're, we're we do a lot of that stuff on the back end um obviously the ammo that shooters shoot we, we facilitate that um and we we try to do everything we can the only thing that's holding us back from doing more is we don't have the, obviously the items to do more because if we had five hundred thousand dollars in the bank then we would cover everything for every you know, shooter with any kind of injury uh, at any of our events. Um, that's the only thing we just gotta kind of pick and choose. And we, but my number one goal and our number one goal with Battle Buddy is to do the absolute most for the shooters that we can. Anything typically we run that. I run that through Brian. Brian's the money guy, um, and I'm always asking Brian. Brian, can we do this? And he's like, Yeah. I'm like, Can we do that? And it's like a little bit more. And I'm always pushing. Can we do a little bit more? And Brian sees the numbers. I never see the numbers. Um, but I'm always pushing, hey, let's do this. And, and it's always a little bit more. And Brian is, I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's watching them things, and he and he's a little stingy with it. And it's um, not that he doesn't want us to do those things for people. It's just that he understands that the more that we save, the more that we can help the next person in the next match and the next thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and he sees the flow coming in. Um, and we're all about trying to do the absolute most that we can for, for everything. And, and, again, he sees the, the total picture more than I do. So. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's every, every nonprofit, right? Um, you know, we were funded by our members. Um, you know, we have, um, sponsors for this podcast so that we can continue to use our members money on lawsuits and, and lobbying and doing what GOA does as GOA. It's, it's always a, uh, uh, an ebb and flow on, you know, what can a nonprofit do? So, you know, I, I get it. Um, if we had unlimited funds, it would be easy, right? It would be so we do, easy. We do everything. It would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, but uh, that's that's not that's not how the world works. No, <laughs> and if it was easy, it wouldn't be fun, anyways, right? Yeah, you got to struggle a little bit. Yeah. Now, do you guys sell your shirts on the website? Uh, so we don't, we eventually will be selling them on the website. Yes. So yeah, I we, I heard you know for an extra five bucks, Steel will sign your shirt. I think that, that's, that could be an option. That could yeah. be an option. I think yeah. we're going to set that up. I know the Let's guy who runs the down. website uh, right here. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I think we can do that. Yeah. For an extra five bucks. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. I, I think, think that's that, awesome. that really is a good idea. Yeah. We can sell autographed pictures of steel. We should. We probably got yeah. some pictures. We oh, can probably put them on the web. Frankie's going to get on that tonight. Give me a week. Give me a week. <laughs> okay. This is going to be up. A week, we'll have autographed pictures. By the time this podcast is up. 100%. Oh, so we'll have all yeah. signed. Everything awesome. you need for steel signed yep. on the website. <laughs> Frankie's got it. That's awesome. Well, I think, do you guys have anything else you want to throw in or? Frankie, you got anything else? I, not that I can think of. No, listen, yeah. obviously, uh, we really appreciate you guys having us on. I don't know if this is going to make the thing anyways, but really appreciate you guys having us on. And, you know, any support that we can get from anywhere is greatly appreciated. Our, obviously, our website, BattleBuddy3Gun.org, all of our social medias. Um, it's the number three, uh, just like God intended with the three gun. So that's what that's what we're looking for. And on that note, guys, thank you for watching. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, hit the little bell for notification. Make sure to go to GunOwners.org. Sign up to be a member, $25 for the year. That gets you everything you need and helps us support everything that we're trying to do. Again, thank you for listening and watching, and have a great rest of your day.